0: podcast where we combine the two greatest art forms known to humanity beer and movies sometimes achieving outstanding pairings and other times giving ourselves the opportunity to wash the terrible taste of failure from our mouths i am but one of three of the gentlemen that collect together every week every wednesday to deliver beer and movies my name is joe hilliard along with dave gurney
1: and carlos cooper
0: And we have got a. Today's episode is on the tracks, right? We are (laughs) going to be. Are we staying on the tracks? We're going to stay on the tracks, barreling towards you with all kinds of train related information. (laughs) But before we do, as is our custom, all three of our glasses are dry as a bone. And appropriate. Ooh,
2: look at that. When it, when he's not like manning the boards, he can uh, pay attention to that Foley work. Yes. I, I love that. i doing my on. best out here,
1: folks. The, Fuck, I just immediately <laughs> spilled a small drop of beer on Well, what,
2: what Carlos just cracked open, Joe, let's get into it. Um, it Joe's already set us up. There is this uh, train theme to this episode, but more specifically in the first half, a bullet train that we're talking about. Folks, you, you know what we're going to be talking about, but... The drink that we chose to go along with this, I kind of threw out as a lark, but when a tie-in appears this good, how can you resist?
1: Question. Are we sure we haven't done this beer before?
2: I didn't look. I'm nearly 100% certain we did Coors Banquet okay. on with episode Smokey and the blah, Bandit? blah, blah, blah with Smokey and the okay. Bandit. Back I, wasn't
1: sh- I wasn't sure if we did Banquet or Light that episode. No, it was Banquet, because that that's okay. what they were. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that's another thing I couldn't remember, is yeah. which one they were trying to Smuggle. import. Smuggle. Yeah. So I folks- would also go through such great lengths to import Coors Banquet if it was not otherwise available Back in me. that era, I mean... Th- th- no, th- think today, about- I love Coors Banquet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but you're you're gonna drive the truck like as fast as you possibly can with the band. Now,
1: I'll go get my risking, CDL. I'll
2: I'll do I'll do the whole thing. Risking Buford T. Justice's uh, for wow. the yellow bellies for sure. His wrath? Oh, crazy! All right, well, so we have the silver bullet in our hands, guys. If, you know, the, I know longtime listeners, um, loyal listeners, are going to be sort of turning their noses up, like gas and yeah. the, like guys. You're anti-macro. You're, You're not into what? this whole game of but, going with what's on tap everywhere. That's but we're on a out. Molson Coors kick. So. <laughs> that's true. We did that. Um, but but when it comes down to it, this is an iconic American beer. Sure. Right? Um, I grew up with, I, I shouldn't proclaim this, but you know, it, Silver Bullet was a regular oh, in yeah. the mix back in the day when yeah. I was first becoming a beer drinker. A keg
0: of Coors Light. Was an appropriate amount of money for the college guys trying to throw a few dollars in the jar. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then even when you were in certain bars, they would have silver bullets, often in the can, available for one of the lower prices at the bar. Maybe along with your PBRs, hopefully, and, yeah, hopefully. Lone Star, maybe, in Texas. and in Texas, Lone Star. And I, sure. and I and I do
1: appreciate the lengths that they have gone to so that I, the consumer, and we're going to talk more about consumer trust in the Patreon, folks, so really don't sleep on Patreon.com slash Beer and Movie Podcast. But Coors goes that extra mile to be transparent about their product, their process, and I know that when the mountains are blue, (laughs) the beer is cold enough to drink, and I appreciate that about them.
0: I asked before the show if Coors Light's the number one selling beer in America currently. It's not. It's Bud Light. Number two, Corona Extra. Number three, Michelob Ultra. Then Coors Light at number four. Okay, okay. Ooh, Number five, Ultra Miller Light. Light. Yeah, Ultra, because people like to... Uh, I'm
2: surprised Miller comes in at five. That count their be. carbs with the Ultra. Michelob the runner's Ultra. beer.
1: It's the runner's beer. It, yes, I it see is.
2: it drank a lot. When I when I go to Don't functions those, those that have like one records. of those limited beer and wine bar kind of deals... Michelob you know, Ultra's there, yeah. It's, it's often Mick Ultra. Maybe Coors Light, Bud Light, yeah. Bud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so folks, we're we're going to have our, I believe, our first dance with Coors Light here, as we, as it is nicknamed, you know, the silver bullet, dude, the silver cans, Um, and we're doing that, you know, this this light American lager, domestic macro brew. We're going to drink that because we're going to be talking about a film, as I indicated just a moment ago, called Bullet Train, uh, that I can't even. You know, I've seen this film and I couldn't even tell you what the plot is right now. So, Carlos, can can you help me out?
0: Yeah, it's drinking uh, this beer. I feel like I'm at a neighbor's barbecue because yeah, it's maybe appropriate. It's always for a in the train cooler, discussion. right? You're halfway, yeah, you guys you're, seen you're Bullet train? There. Uh, <laughs> You guys seen Bullet Train, Carlos? What's that movie about? Uh, I we are
1: oh, we are former neighbors, kind of. So, you're all we got to do is just go outside, fire up that grill. We'll be on our way. Uh,
2: Hit Bori beforehand. I went today
1: already. Uh, (laughs) This guy plans. (laughs) It's it's an upscale
0: meat market for those of you that don't live near. A high-end
1: butchery. Okay, so Bullet Train, uh, a new film starring Brad Pitt as you know our main kind of leading man, as the marketing would have us, uh, you know. Well, it, that is the case, but it is marketed as a Brad Pitt film, I believe. Uh, For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. It wasn't he's sure going, if anyone was going to try me. to take me to task on that. So Brad Pitt starring, and he is a hired gun in the like organized – Crime, underworld, vaguely kind of organized guy. crime. Yeah, he's yeah. a pickup guy, assassin, kind of, yeah. a, maybe a snatching grab. What Lebowski
0: guy.
2: aspires to be in the big Lebowski <laughs>
1: yeah. when he's saying
2: he's going to be the back, you know, he's going to
1: go yeah. pick up this. He's on the thing. train yeah. to
0: snatch and grab. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yes,
1: and and he, and he says at one point in the film, I only do snatch and grabs, uh, it's towards the end, but he, I feel like this says, in fact. He's, he's subbing for
2: somebody. This yes. isn't even his primary gig. Yeah, right? so,
1: so, so he's tried to get out of it. He's kind of reluctantly getting back in the game after doing some work with his therapist. <laughs> uh, he's trying to live a more peaceful life, trying to, trying to um, reconcile with what he sees in the mirror. So he's on this job, uh, which is uh, it's a very simple job. Get on, get on this train, snatch this briefcase that has a train on the handle, and get off before the owners of said briefcase know that you have taken this briefcase. Now, where the plot thickens and why David, uh, I think, rightly said that it's somewhat difficult to describe is that there are a lot of players on this train kind of surrounding this briefcase because this briefcase belongs to the leader of the largest organized crime syndicate in the world, I think they call it at one point, uh, the White Death And so there, you know,
2: he's got... A A shadowy figure throughout most of the film. A shadowy figure. No reveal until close to the end. Until
1: close to the end. Yeah, we don't see his actual face. We see parts of him at different points. But he is uh, someone that has a lot of enemies, has some friends. And uh, Brad Pitt, having been in the game for as long as he has been, also has made some enemies uh, as well and has some entanglements with people. And so, um, you know, we're kind of following the events of what takes place on this train as it travels from Tokyo to Kyoto. Yes.
2: With these um, very intensely short stops. For, for those yes. of us... And I, and One I minute. Assume, I assume that's a truth. Is that like... These trains Probably. are kind of known for their tight schedules do they really have just these short stops i didn't look it didn't up but it, it is i mean it's well for
0: the sake of drama in a film like this, well it works really idea, well if it's like yeah.
2: hey you have a minute to One either minute. get off or get on and you can always play with that and kind of jump back on when you've come off or yeah. yeah
0: yeah which
1: which we see done to great effect i think as far as like a narrative device goes but the uh, but, but, but the, that's, that's but you're
0: saying that the train is filled with like assassins and yeah, with... The well, criminal underworld. Yes. Well, well I, I almost... Hired e-
2: people within the criminal underworld.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the main two, seemingly being Lemon and Tangerine, who are these twins that... Um, Brian Tyree Henry. Brian Tyree Henry and... Uh, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, was, okay, my you, yeah. second favorite ATJ with a hyphenate last name. Who's the ATJ? Who's Anya Taylor Joy? Oh yeah, uh, a better one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this guy's okay. Uh, I, I really like this guy, but I so, agree
0: with your ATJ synopsis. There, sure. so 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 they're <laughs> no they're,
2: disputes.
1: They're kind of the two main guys that you know Brad Pitt is like mostly sparring with back and forth because they also have their entanglements and whatnot. But they're these two guys that were hired to rescue the white or to, I guess rescue is the right word, to apprehend the white death's son and bring back the ransom money that is in this briefcase, which is right. like what, $12 million or something like that. Um, yeah. I don't remember. 12, it. 15, something like I'm that. I'm sure um, they said, I think, yeah, it was somewhere around there. Um, but yeah I, there 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 are definitely other players involved some that definitely come in and out a bad bunny being one of them uh but i i don't want to get too far into that in, in, right up top because some of those players uh there's there's reveals around their characters. There are several stunt uh, casting
2: kind of uh, or hidden cameo-ish things. But, but
1: also as it pertains to the plot too. Like some of the people that we've been with the whole time we discover things about them as the
0: film goes on. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, um, there's, a, there's an introduction to each major character with a flashback usually. Yeah. I would, I mean when you were gonna say that we don't need to get too deep into the plot I kind of agree the conversation may lead us down little rabbit holes of the plot. To me though the star of the film is not just the stars whose names you just mentioned, but the style of the film. This is clearly a very stylized notion of direction, art direction, uh, gore direction, the the splatters, blood splatters, the the, the use of anime throughout the film. I mean, this is very, very stylized, and I, for one, enjoyed that part of the ride.
1: Yeah, so this actually is coming from a a, a favorite of the show. Um, He has directed... Atomic many Blonde. films that we've discussed. He did Atomic Blonde in 2017, which yeah. is a film that I love, uh, or that I really loved at the time, at least. Deadpool 2, Fast yeah. and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, the best we Fast did and that Furious on movie. The show. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a couple others you well, know, here and there. And he there. participated in, in making
2: John Wick. He, yep. He, yep. He was ultimately, part of I don't think he got full credit for it, but he was... Uh, it uh, is
1: listed under his director okay. on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. It says uncredited. Um, but before we get like fully... One hundred percent into the analysis of this film, we just gotta. There's so many cast members. Let's just kind of get them going off the top. Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, Andrew Koji, who's kind of the person we see like at the top of the movie. Uh Sanada, who is like a fucking legendary.
2: You you you're gonna recognize him from Japanese several, yeah, actor. Yeah, I mean lots he was different he was films.
1: in the most recent Mortal Kombat movie. I mean he's just been right. in so many things. We've right. got Michael Shannon reveal uh bad bunny zazie beats uh it is just like an absolutely star-studded cast um and i will say that i really enjoyed this movie i had a great time watching it uh i think that brian tyree henry is amazing in it i loved aaron taylor johnson in it i like joey king well enough brad pitt is doing brad pitt things that we love him for and just a really fun. Yeah, it was a fun time. It's it's. I had, a, I had Like fun. I said, it's, I, I
2: hate to be the guy who comes in here and oh rains no. on the parade because wow. I I so rarely do that. But I I, I have such to a with weirdo. this one. I have to with this one. It's, I don't the, Joe, you, you, at you said all. with the style, it like the style is what. Put this is off. pursuing all the excesses of Tarantino without any of the real payoff that i get with tarantino the characters are the feet? all there wasn't enough feet <laughs> not at all the characters are all so shallow and caricatured and tropes like there's just these th- things you didn't love thomas the tank engine I thought that was a nice touch. Okay. The other thing I said coming out of the film when when I was talking with Aaron about it as as I was leaving the theater. I was also behind you the whole time for that conversation, just like I was at the grocery store. Really? I've been following you around since you got back. You're amazing. Well, then you've already heard this. Because what I said is, this is a classic case of the sum is is lesser than the parts. This is... There are moments in there. There's performances in there. There's some things in there that are good, but it gives me none of the like actual character development or emotional backstory. I was thinking about I was comparing right? Okay, so take Brian Tyree Henry and Austin Taylor Johnson. Wait, what is Aaron it? Aaron Taylor yeah, Johnson. Aaron Taylor. A- Aaron oh. Taylor Johnson. Is it Taylor? Now you got me fucked up. A- A- Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay. You got it. Um, you have these guys... Clearly modeled after Jules and Vincent from Pulp Fiction, right? This kind of odd couple duo where they're kind of sparring verbally, constantly. There's going a, down mutual little, respect du- and admiration. Going down little pop culture yeah. rabbit holes together.
1: The are we diff- are referring to Thomas the Tank Engine as pop yeah. culture now? Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's this, that's their and re- on a royale train. with cheese conversation. That's the true, difference okay. is, is that when when Jules and Vincent do that, they're deepening their characters and I'm understanding their bond better and I'm understanding why I care about these characters at whatever level I do. These guys, it feels more... Now, I did... I think the Thomas the Tank Engine was as close as they got to being really good with that, but a lot of the rest of it felt like Jules and Vincent light. Uh, The Brad Pitt stuff... I like Brad Pitt. Okay, the basic concept of the character. Okay, I thought you were going to say the basic concept of Brad Pitt. You like okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, but it just didn't. It, it got us to do an ad astro. I love <laughs> the
2: concept of Brad Pitt. <laughs> that's yeah, that's kind of what I mean, but. But also, like the f- way the flashbacks were done, were just these shallow little flashbacks where you kind of like, oh, they were brothers together because they hung out in the room once when they were five, and then we zoom back. There was no moment where one rescued the other, or there Wasn't was like it a an orphanage real bond. Yeah, I don't know. But oh. <laughs> So, so we hate orphans room? now? No, but, they, but <laughs> it didn't it happening? didn't pull my heartstrings. It wasn't trying for that. It was just showing me in a room together. Show, showing me them in a room together. Well, showing them watching Thomas the
1: Tank Engine together. Uh, I don't know.
2: It, it comes listen, too late. It comes too late in the movie. Yeah. It, there's I'll, just, I'll, I'll, and there's lots that. of weird moments, like the asides that come up. I mean, right up to that. What's that last one that they throw in there with the water bottle? Oh, come on! Do we need that? You can do a like yeah. Family Guy aside. Why do I need to see it? it it's I, interrupting the flow of this climactic battle that's going on. I agree that the water bottle was a weird choice. I don't know. It just it felt like stylistic excess to no great outcome. Now, I that said. It had enough stuff that I enjoyed fight scene wise, yeah. or comedy moment wise. Yeah. The, the twist casting I thought was funny every time it popped up. Michael Shannon's hilarious, I, I, I thought that that was funny. So there's things in there that I'm like- Oh, we thought he was funny in this? Oh my God, are you kidding? Oh, he's hilarious. He's doing like a caricature of a, like a big baddie. Kind <laughs> sure, of sure I mean, but he is the, the also kind of a mean looking
0: guy. Well, the movie's yeah, too it, glib to take any of it seriously. Right, there you go. At that point, how can I possibly think of this as a serious... Sure. Yeah. And, and, it's and, and so cartoony. He, his character yeah. and the character, the elder that was coming for revenge is kind of this serious, un, you know, serious subplot yeah. within just a bunch of crazy nonsense. And like I said, it's all too glib to take seriously. It's too glib to take the death of one of the two twins too seriously, right. especially given the nature of his kill, which is this, like, blood spray craziness, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when he sheds a tear because he realizes that his brother, uh, finger quotes, uh, has died, uh, you don't take any of that seriously. I don't know.
2: I I, I, gotta, I
1: gotta... I'm dis- glad
0: you guys enjoyed it, though. I, I gotta I'm...
1: disagree with that one. I gotta Go, disagree ahead. with that one. Go When uh, Lemon... Which one's lemon? Fuck, Brian Tyree Henry's lemon, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, so when Tangerine, who's played by Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, finds Lemon deceased in the bathroom, I that was sad. That was a sad moment. I I felt. I didn't like. It wasn't like tear jerker sad, but I was like, man, that's like I felt. Yeah. I well, felt well, for the guy. But and there then
2: you
1: go. But the, well, but hold on. But then but then when he is dispatched, I I almost felt. I almost felt a, a a sense of relief for him, you know, and I was like, you know what? If you got to go, now's the time. I mean, you you just lost your your brother, your best friend. Uh, you're probably gonna get killed in some more grotesque way by this guy once you get to Kyoto. Like there you go. this this is this is a, an appropriate ending for him. Only then, for Lemon to wake up. To find tangerine a bloody mess, yeah. and and then I was like, Well, no, Fuck. That, his, that he and was then, wearing
0: his necklace and was told that but, he
1: was yeah, gone. well, no, but then he goes and sees him, yeah. you know, and right. but so as soon as yeah, it, as soon as he woke up and realized he was wearing tangerine's necklace, I was like, this is fucking sad. This is more sad now yeah. because because well, I didn't connect with the characters as deeply it, as that. I mean, I didn't connect with them super deeply either. I'm not saying that like I understand. Well, I just have a cart everything coal. about these people, but mm-hmm. I was. We, we know that they're close, and that's all that I feel we need to know for that to be a sad Maybe. moment. And what, makes it, what made it sadder was that in that situation, in the situation of losing a loved one, only one of the two people should have to deal with that. But in this one... Aaron Taylor Johnson has to mourn his brother sure, and yeah, then he wakes up and then know. has to mourn. You know, it's like only one of you should have had to do this, well, I, I you know? Feel, yeah, I know and this that makes it sadder to It was me. based sure, on a,
0: yeah. a Korean novel and you got the director of Deadpool 2 and I like the Deadpool franchise so far. Was it Korean so or Japanese? I, Japanese? I think it's
1: Japanese.
0: Uh, that's what I said, Japanese. I don't know what you guys are up to. And then you've got the uncredited director of John Wick, right? So you've got... Hobbs and Shaw. Put some respect on his Hobbs and head. Shaw... Clearly has no. Hobson Shaw is a great example of him having no aversion to excess. So let's put everything in this movie.
2: Yeah, the, you know, but that uh, hold, hold been... on. But at
0: the at the at the meeting, at the creative meetings, where they're like, "Well, should we have swordplay?" Yes,
3: of course, because
0: we need to go into the Japanese. We need to. uh I, You understand why? Yeah. I, I understand Yakuza now why I got confused there's... on Korean. Of course, we're in Japan. Yeah. Um, uh, but we're going to have gunplay too? Yes. Are we going to have snakes that are venomous that have been kidnapped from the zoo or stolen from the zoo, released yeah. on the train? Of course we are. Are we going to have. That deliver a venom that has people yeah. bleed from their can eyes? People... Yeah. We can do yeah. that. Yeah. Can people bleed yeah. from their eyes? Can we have big sprays of blood? We can do anything we want. Could we to. have Zazie Beats act through the blood? Yeah. Can Bad Bunny be like a, a Mexican <laughs> uh, um, uh, assassin that is good with Interesting. Nice. Wait, Puerto but he doesn't want to
2: do any lines. No problem.
0: Yeah. We'll get him in there. Okay, so let's put it all onto the He's pot. Not an actor. And they did. Okay. And I had a fuckload of fun watching this movie. I'm glad. I, with I, a lot of... I could get real critical about you, the overuse I'll of the... I'll tell you the, the moment that took me out of it. I was going yeah, with I want to hear the specific moment.
2: In the beginning, the moment where it took me out of it and I started doing this style analysis as I was watching it, which totally kept me at arm's length with the film... Was uh, when when you we get, get for thinking when we get the flashback to the montage of them killing as they're racking up their kills and cu- recounting because yeah, there's I, I, I did not care for that 16, over Engelbert Humperdinck, M- Engelbert Humperdinck singing every I'm forever blowing bubbles, which becomes a recurring musical motif. The music in this film is atrocious. Don't defend this soundtrack. It is a bad score. There's a couple good pop songs used in it to maybe okay effect but by and large it's bad score you I go mean, back I, and watch that film well, you're I'm, not going to like that score I'm not
1: going to defend it because I don't necessarily remember the score yeah, it's
2: very generic I, in I this weird way
0: that, I didn't
1: find it upsetting yeah because, it was upsetting but at times I, but for I, me but it was clearly <laughs> forgettable so I'm not going to defend it but I'm also not going to trash it either problems okay. that
0: I had was Brad Pitt's uh, running joke about being deep into therapy and needing to say those things out loud
1: not a joke long. We take therapy seriously on this podcast. Well, I do, too.
0: So, But I, the character's I didn't not like, if he's living yeah, the life he is like, while he's He's doing trying. Um, Barry?
2: He's doing no self-analysis. Do you like Barry? Okay but Barry builds me into that I character. I I can step into it. G- give me Barry Cold, I probably would. not Gross point on. blank. Hold on.
0: I didn't Analyze say I have John Cusack. I know. I didn't say I have a problem with characters in therapy. That's not. I a have a problem with Brad Pitt's glib um regurgitation <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, of therapy agree, concepts I I throughout the film. I think that it's film.
1: glib. I think that the I think that character it is, is a, genuinely working on himself. Is it presented in like a kind of funny juxtaposition of his lifestyle? Yes, of course. Because it's inherently ridiculous that someone who's trying to work on themselves. Well, the isn't in the idea. Okay, of work.
2: but you you're, and you're somebody who who obviously I think th- the most on this program of of all of us, you know, sort of advocates for therapy. I went today, I, and, I, and I'm all for it, but I think you're a better advocate. But did you let discuss me ask you, this movie there? Today? Would, no, would, a ther- would a therapist let somebody r- hide their entire work life from them and act like they were really working on themselves? Like you're taking this whole part of your. Life and compartmentalizing it, and saying this is off limits to talk about, and Way I'm going to act like it's not happening, movie. and I'm never going to put any of these concepts onto what I spend like eight hours a day doing. I don't. It, well, I I certainly don't think that a therapist would
1: make you reveal what your job. I mean, there's a certain amount of confidentiality that goes into it, and so tell like, me if, what you do. Well, me, I thought the
2: confidentiality was to open you up and allow you to explore those things, not to compartmentalized for the therapist well and no well, I, the way that I uh, read yeah, it we're go, going down a rabbit hole well, no no, no hold I on hold, on, hold on weird juxtaposition uh, me, because you're you're kind of saying it's a good it's good to see a depiction of therapy and to me it oh, feels like a that. Very, Oh okay. Well, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> well you I said just, this uh, podcast is pro therapy. We are pro therapy. <laughs> Joe I, was
0: trying to take down <laughs> Brad Pitt's No, I don't yeah, appre- that's what I'm I saying. don't appreciate I, that as a punchline the way that it was delivered. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. I think every yeah, problem with this film could have been solved with taking 30 minutes off of it. Trimming some excess. Um, but but keeping in growing, some of I the better the parts, is, David, that I know that you did I have a enjoy. Feeling, and I and I haven't done it,
2: but I have a feeling if I read this novel, I would understand what happened with this film even better because I can intuit, to me, that there was this great story about all these interconnected characters. The basic idea of the white death being this father who has these two children who are sort of sibling rivals and I mean the whole concept is cool and you could do a great version of this where I would have cared about that sibling rivalry and I would have ended up caring about the father and I would have but instead it builds up to it in a way that it feels like the punchline for me it felt like a punchline to because it's a silly 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 amped up cartoon action I film think
0: one of the criticisms of the film from so people that like read the, the, the book so I feel like the novel is
2: probably a darker more deeply developed An version of that was story? Japanese? Is in the, it? Yes, Do they in convert the it? I didn't know they that internationalized
0: for sure the film to bring in the stars I'm making we almost
1: were. everyone British. Yeah, British. <laughs> who are not British and
0: Anglo, and all on the all on all on this Japanese right. bullet train. Right, but I, I I enjoyed the ride. Yeah, there are some deep fun flaws. Some I don't think moments. in five years I'm telling people you saw Bullet Train, right? By any stretch <laughs> of the imagination,
1: no. I think. I think me going into this knowing who made it and what they had made in the past and exactly. my expectations properly They for executed it. what they were trying because to Because with Atomic Blonde, that's not a movie that... I mean, it's a movie when people bring up and they're like, oh, you haven't seen it. My love of Charlize Theron says, oh, you got to see it. She's as fucking badass as she's ever been in that movie, and right. it's a lot of fun. I
2: mean, it's it's really as close to Furiosa as anything that she's yeah. done other than that.
1: But it's not something where I'm like, this movie
2: changed the way I looked at action movies and what was possible in the genre, you no, know? But, but some people it, say it has that better about music. John Wick, and we had probably stronger positive things to say about John Wick that, and Hobbs and Shaw. Where where I was gonna say earlier, Joe, I think the reason why I can go with the, with whatever stylistic excess is woven into that is that we've had films that built up to these characters in that moment, and we kind of care about the characters for different reasons already, and they've gone through weird changes, and it's just much more charismatic act paired together in that way i don't know this one is a more dispersed cast a good cast a relatively strong cast but it's the work is spread out over a lot more characters who don't get as much opportunity to develop the relationships and backstories that i would want them to have i i don't think this is a total failure but to me like you said joe i can't see this being a film that it's going to be like one of those footnotes in the david leech that that was a fun two hours i'm like Oh, yeah, he, he directed that one, too. I, we reviewed it on Beer and a Movie. I think Carlos really liked it. Joe and I were like,
3: eh.
0: <laughs> Carlos made that point during the review that if you talk about therapy in a film, it's verboten to be critical of it. Um, so oh, yeah, that's what I said. So to me, it's... Um, I lost my period of thought. Yeah, because you made a ridiculous statement. This course Light long. has gone straight to my head. No,
1: I think, I, I think that... I just, I just think that that character is is taking that process seriously, and the fact that he's in therapy isn't the joke. I like it's the juxtaposition. It, I like the, I like that it destigmatizes therapy to whatever extent it does. I don't even, I'm not even getting that deep with it. My, the only reason I brought it up was to refute Joe's claim that the therapy it was, was just, the butt of the joke no, the, which is not the butt of the joke
2: no i think it's his inability the to juxtaposition do it well. of yeah. the in, two things is the joke but but and and Pitt is charismatic and, and it's fun Brad to watch Pitt him a lot Pitt is of it. a fucking movie star this yeah. man it, i i think that I think that
1: because of the Brangelina thing and because of maybe some of the lesser work that he's done in the past and and just him existing in this time period Mm – where like celebrity culture like really reached its apex like the yeah. you know late 90s early 2000s before you know
2: kind the, of pre-social media the prevalence and, of
1: social media yeah. when it was just like I just want to get a look at them you know he right. was one of those guys that you would just when be, people were reading blogs but he also, when people were picking work. up people magazine but like yeah. but yeah. but whenever like just getting a glimpse of a celebrity of that stature sure. would be like something you would talk about for right. years to right. come right? right I think that and because, he's maintained
2: he's I mean he's done. he's films. not quite no, he's not quite there yet but in another 10 years if he can continue this he'll be in like Tom Cruise territory where it's or George Clooney strangely he'll never be in John Clooney's finally aged I feel like he can't pull off the youthful uh, he's still hot as fuck though he's he's a good Harrison Ford attractor I'm oh like, no <laughs> Harrison Ford looks like he's on his deathbed every time no, you know, I'm he's saying talking Harrison, Harrison. I'm Harrison Ford, like, Ford in his, his 60s prime, you know yeah. like when he was he was still ruggedly handsome but you weren't going to see him doing flips and on a bullet uh, sure, train sure sure, yeah. Know? as they I, make
0: the new Indiana I mean, Jones
2: I,
1: that's true that's true but I, I I think George Clooney is more handsome than Harrison Ford full stop but I also think that Brad Pitt is
2: pretty old and is still like doing this he's kind doing of pretty good but, but, he's but my about point about is, like five to six years five, maybe seven years younger than Tom Cruise that's a he he has to go a few more no, years. No, he's older than Tom Cruise, isn't he? Is it? No, I'll look this he's up. He's in his go, mid-50s. Go ahead. Make your point. Brad Pitt is in his mid-50s for sure.
1: Uh, yeah. But, uh, I, but I, anyway, I, I my know. point is that because of all of that stuff surrounding him, we forget a couple of things. One, that he's a legit good actor. He is a He is a strong... He does good work. A strong actor. Yeah. And
2: two, just like what he's done... They are one year apart, with Cruz being one year older. So uh, I was—I I was wrong, and you were wrong. We're, we're we were wrong. both. Cruz just got started earlier,
1: and he's been drinking yes, his own right. blood for yeah. so long that mm-hmm. it's you know. Uh, yeah. But. And but had, all,
0: and all all he's the movies happening with facial surgery, which is yeah, it
1: doesn't matter. <laughs> Tom Cruise in general doesn't matter. But it, uh, Brad Pitt has been he's been doing so much for film as well. Like all the movies that he's produced, like all of his work as a producer has he's, been he's significant. Good. He,
2: now I like Brad Pitt. We've talked about Brad Pitt on the show. I haven't loved everything. At Astra being an example, that was not a good film. But, but I liked. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a great deal, which he, you he might be the like, best part like, of what no.
0: Once
1: Upon a he Time He was the best Hollywood. part of it. He was, uh, he was it, in with a character Malick movie. that was really hard to like
2: yeah. it, on the surface. Snatch. Uh, what was that, Terrence Tree of Life. Of Life yeah. Yeah. Snatch is fantastic. Sure. Never seen it. We'll, we'll do more Brad Pitt. Th- this isn't Thelma me. and Louise. But I just,
0: yeah, anyway. We talked about him there. We did. I Yeah. Delve into our archive. I think he's great I think he's great and that I feel, I feel like we're we're kind of um, treading water right now. Well unless
2: Carlos wants to deliver a fatal blow to my
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean I feel
2: like he I
0: should at least offer him that yeah or we could just like um, no abandon I our, our plan for the second half and, ju- <laughs> and just rank hot dudes. I'd be down to Rank Hot Dudes. Okay, we're to we can, on Patreon. We, we, we that would be, could be our spinoff podcast.
2: <laughs> welcome to, welcome to welcome Hot Dudes to and a
1: something. <laughs> hot uh, Dudes and a Cosmo. Okay, I would
2: totally feel okay objectifying men through reviews. Uh, sure. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I, I think that I'm kind of surprised... It's very rare that I come out more positive on anything than any of y'all. It's but true. That's what...
2: That's what. No, I wanted to be a, a fun go with film. it. I but I had a fun th- I had, a had fun my time. popcorn. I, was, I liked the pre-show. The pre-show was fun. Did you go to... Oh, Animal you went to Draft House? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah All the just Take train the train A stuff. train, Lovely. Yeah, yeah. The, that was I cool. mean right. uh the, the Lionel commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I was all teed up for it. Just didn't quite... I was hoping that it would be a little more of like...
1: I don't know... Things that influenced it stylistically, or maybe like sure. a history. Well, you of get these that. You titles. get that
2: pretty long clip from is it The Hunted, which
0: I've never seen. The Hunted that yeah. was pretty cool. That was cool. Why, was why don't we, we wrap it up right. with this? Which movie did you prefer, this one or Thor: Love and Thunder? This one. Me too. By yeah, a really yeah. large
1: margin, because I would rewatch this one.
0: I agree. I
1: would not. Re-watch I don't know Thunder. that I'll
2: rewatch it, but it disappointed me less. Okay. Like the, the Thor: <laughs> Love and Thunder was more. Speaking of Speaking of disappointing you. <laughs> you're kind of right. I mean, listen. Let's talk we Coors, knew Coors Light. I don't, I don't think you're right at all. We knew what we... About Coors Light? Yeah. Oh. Well, so, you, we did. knew what we were in for. I don't hate Coors Light. This isn't a beer that I'm going like, to avoid. In fact, full disclosure, part of why... So, so I had a couple reasons for like even having it fresh in my mind and why I would uh, throw it out there. One was I was at a work function thing and it had one of those like beer and wine only bar situations. There's only three or four domestic beers. Coors Light being one of them. Of course. I chose to drink a couple Coors Lights and it was okay. Like the, the the experience I'm having now, you know, it's crispy mostly. It's got this interesting, like I've, I think about it. It's, it's a fun exercise to go back to a beer like this that I had when I was really young before I had really developed any, Ability to differentiate between different styles of beer, or even knowing that there—do you remember that moment where it went from being "there's beer" to "wait, ales and lagers are different things"? Yeah, well, of it, I'm, I'm serious. Of it's just like there was a time. This is from that era where beer was beer. Yeah. and part of what beer was was it's a little bit bitter. It has this bitterness to it. Right. That, but this turns everybody like doesn't have from, it. It does a little bit. Like Hold there's on, let me just have sip. a tiny little bitter snap at the end of that, you know, sip. It's not intense. It's not atrocious. It's very light, but it's there. And and it's just funny to think about. That was my version of like what hops did in a beer at that point. Is like just this like little tiny
0: bitter note right right in the back. We drink crazy ABV beers on this show, right? So the idea that the beers that we drink are not alcohol delivery systems would be silly to say. But to me, that top five list that I read at the beginning, yeah demonstrates to me that the american audience for beer for these kinds of macro beers for the grab an 18 pack because you're headed to your buddy's place to watch the game yeah is all about flavorless compared to what we normally drink on the show alcohol delivery and this coors light which is the first coors light i've had in five years maybe just solidifies that to me that we want alcohol in us and we want it as easy to drink as possible.
2: <laughs> I mean, you, you, there's something to what you're saying. I I think there is a flavor here. Like I think the choice to drink a beer like this is not a choice not to drink. It's a choice to drink something that has there's a malt base to it. There is a hop note in there. It right. tastes like beer. It's a very simplified in some ways. And I'm not making fun of anyone that enjoys an, this. There's an elegance the most. to it when people do it well. And and I think that's where it's no secret here that I've gravitated more recently and you know you're a hashtag so sure. crispy boy I am a crispy boy I like my pilsners I like something that just Crisp, snappy, sure. does
0: the thing. But you're also tasting, and I know you, David. You're tasting the art of it, and there's no art in this glass.
2: Well, there's there's an there's an
0: economy. You think so? There's Carlos, there's, for real? there's an
2: there's an economy. There's a boiling it down to just some in- essential pieces. Like you got to have this, and I will agree. The malt base on this is is cut by there being the is it corn they use rice. with this or rice? Okay, that brings in a little sweetness and mm. this kind of. But then again, I like some rice lagers from time to time, like. Yeah. Th- oh, and that's kind of a nice it makes it a little sweeter a little milder you bring in the hops i just think it, what they do that that puts me off macro brew is that they brew it they've pursued that path of you know economies of scale where they just push production up as big as they possibly can so they can push the price of the product down while still retaining the profit that they get like it's just the Not the approach I want brewers to Mm -hmm. be taking all the time. I want people to pursue excellence in flavor and execution and experimentation from from time to time, trying new things. And this is just totally juxtaposed to that from a economic, sort of like, you know, industry standpoint. So that's that's what puts me... On. I don't see you ever, David, going this. to
0: our beer store that we all, three of us, kind of go to and saying, you know what? It's a Coors Light six-pack this no. time. No, you're right. Unless
2: happen. it's for a pairing like this, which sure. this is a once-in-a-lifetime. I don't think I'm ever going to see Silver you bought three Silver tall Bullet boys, again. or did
0: you buy a sixer?
2: I bought a sixer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you took the other three home? I'll and... probably do like a beer can chicken this weekend. Very nice.
1: good. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, uh, I also would never go into any beer emporium or grocery store or corner store and purchase this beer um but i have consumed
0: of the three of us you'd be the most likely to incorrect but you would see but you have other
2: domestics that you would go to sure. much more red- that's readily why, like that's lone why star I said that. Coors Light. Like, talk about
0: any
1: any anything light is at the bottom of my list oh, okay. i'm going coors i'm going pbr i'm going miller high life i'm going lone star yeah those are my four like cheap ass I'm going to a barbecue. I'm four Horsemen I, of the
2: apocalypse.
1: I I know <laughs> I know for a fact that these beers are going to be consumed by somebody. Yeah, sure. And it's That's certainly right. not going to all be Agreed. me. <laughs> so I'm not going to spend a ton of money because I know
0: I'm of this 6 Listen, 12
1: man. 18 pack, I'm not there's nothing coming home with
0: me. I take you know? pride in being the the guy that always brings the weirdo beers. And weirdo to the Coors Light connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. You know, he always brings those ones that are like, aren't the ones those he ones brings the ones terrible. that are twice the alcohol of the coarse Light that we're enjoying? And Light is... <laughs> One,
2: ones that get the stories told later of the husbands who drive off the road because... Let me know if hey, I get to talk about be this You got to be a professional I don't about it. No, no, no. You're you're upfront. You always let people know. Listen, sure. this is like drinking two or three of those. Yeah. So d- yeah, be careful.
0: Are you saying I interrupted you? Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to talk about the Welcome beer. Welcome back to being in the room together, my <laughs> friends. Uh,
1: I don't know if I would say that there's an art to it, but there is there is something impressive about being able to manufacture at this scale w- with such consistency. Yeah. Because it ta- it's, it's and and that and that leads me back to my overarching point, which is kind of like what we what this conversation started as whereas i knew exactly what was going to happen when i opened this can and when i put it inside of my body and that's exactly what's happening and i (laughs) and and i can't and i can't be mad about that because it tastes exactly like what i expected it to taste like
2: yeah
1: it doesn't taste awful no there's no like and you know it's interesting because like all the different kinds of beers that we've had and all the things that can go wrong when you get really ambitious with a beer or you know whatever. But th- this doesn't taste like soy sauce. No. This isn't a Moosehead Lager <laughs> that's in a green bottle that's been light
2: struck that's skunky. You know it's or a Petit Prince from Jester King for that matter. Uh, Somebody's left out in the light for too long. Uh, you know yeah, it's I mean? a it's a you
1: know it's a Coors Light. That's all it wants to be. That's all that in it that is.
0: Silver can. That my totally mountains are no prote- longer blue. It okay, it. there are three beers available for you to purchase to take to a thing Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light. Which, which one, which you one like? do you choose?
1: Can I bring a bottle of vodka instead nope, or nope, tequila nope. or something? Coors I Light, want any of those. Bud Light, Miller Light. I mean, it's Texas, so I'm going to bring a Miller Light because that's probably what people will be the least mad at me for.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I. You know, honestly, it's I the think Cowboys beer. I think I'd go with. I didn't know that. And yeah, it's so they like
1: the official sponsor, the beer sponsor of the. Dallas I probably Cowboys. would
2: go with Miller Light in part because my more go-to beer for when I'm do, going this route. It's never high at life. those kind of functions. High life, high yeah. life, yeah. Also, no, not high life. Miller Lite. No, no, no. Light? no I'm saying Light. I would go with Miller Lite yeah. because what I tend to go with anyway is Miller okay. High Life. So. I,
0: I, I'm going to round this out and say Miller Lite too because that's that was my high school it, college yes, beer. Wow. Well, Actually, that. I would go
2: part.
1: with Miller Lite from a branding perspective alone. I think they yeah. have the best the can, can of yeah. Next those. week on
0: Beer in a Movie, Miller Lite. <laughs>
3: Uh,
2: probably. I mean, hopefully
1: not.
0: That's, that's, why not? Uh, Let's well, go around the
1: be, horn.
2: Before we jump to next week's episode, we have a second yes, half we of this episode we do. to do. We do. Um, we, we're continuing the train theme, but I but I think taking it into slightly different territory, though, um, maybe territory that will explain why Joe made that slip in the first part of the episode. <laughs> when we get back,
1: On your return.
0: And we're back! Is it happening?
3: It's yeah, happening. it did. It, it, it's it did.
2: doing. It. <laughs> we we've changed the setup in the studio, folks. There was a last minute. Uh, is that an audible? Did we call an audible? No, it's, I called an audible, and, and we I, can
0: talk about it in Patreon all you want uh, to. Patreon.com sure. slash premium okay.
1: podcast. I gotta say, I'm I'm enjoying this part of the room.
0: Oh yeah, oh, and I'm
1: enjo- I'm 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 enjoying the handheld microphone. Uh, it feels
2: like you're. I don't know. Yeah, feels like you're you taking on joke. a different role. <laughs> you're doing some stand-up. Yeah, here yeah boys, I've
1: got. So. I, I feel like there's a different energy uh, uh-huh.
3: than
0: there normally is, and I'm. I'm enjoying it. Is that some of that big, big energy.
2: I have <laughs> the
0: horrible taste of failure, of course, light in my mouth, David. Is there anything that we can do? I don't know.
2: Anything we'll see. We we'll see, guys. Uh, so it's no. It's no secret. We've talked about it on several of our recent episodes. I've kind of been away. I've been. I was zooming in on most of those episodes. ...throughout June and July. I didn't like that. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that on Patreon. We should. <laughs> but but uh, now, now that we're back in the room together, I've, I've come back. I've not just come back from a place, but I've traveled through several places to get back to here from that place. And on our trip uh, last week, as we were on the road... I did not make it all the way to Indiana, sadly. That, I'll go there s- soon enough. But there is a brewery out of Munster, Indiana that distributes on into upstate New York area oh, okay. where I was spending a little bit of time. Um visited Niagara Falls. Oh, nice. Maybe that'll come into the Patreon. But while I was there, I stopped at a craft beer emporium. It's actually kind of a gourmet food shop in general, but Mm. they had a great craft beer selection. Nice meats
1: and cheeses and things of that
2: nature. Yeah, I'll tell you about that in the Patreon. (laughs) Um, But I saw these cans of a beer that I remember fondly from my time up in the Midwest when I was living in Chicago, and we did get Three Floyds Brewery all the time. This is a beer called Zombie Dust. They describe it as an undead pale air. It is 6.5, I think. 6.8, 6. 6. Six I point think. F- oh. I think it's 5. 6.5% uh, oh, yeah, alcohol right. uh, coming to us. A pale ale, not an IPA, but 6.5. Yeah, interesting. I
1: actually, I think I had this at a beer share at a local brewery that was not yet open at the time. I think Ooh. you remember the share I'm talking about. I, uh, I do. And probably, unfortunately, remember the brewery. Um, but... <laughs> Not gonna say a word, but uh, yeah, I, I I remember somebody. I I felt like they had a bottle of this,
2: not a can. I think you're right. Like, I think they, I think they maybe did bombers it, of it, and at it one being time. like a
1: big deal, people
2: were like, well, it's something, ooh, especially you know. if you could get your hands on it fresh, because it did not distribute. I mean, it didn't go much beyond Indiana, Illinois, I think, for many many years. I think there's a little bit more of it out there but it's certainly not getting down to Texas on a regular basis that I yeah. know of. So I brought back cans for you guys. These were canned in mid June. Yeah. So not 615. Bad. It's pretty not bad. good. They're like 7 weeks away from canned. That's that's pretty fresh. 7 I mean
1: up to 10 weeks I feel yeah. is pretty good.
2: And so since this is a pale ale that's known for its sort of hoppiness and and yeah. and, and it's really sort of Beautiful. You okay, uh, Joe? I'm just looking at our,
0: <laughs> our first time to do Three
2: Floyds, which I oh, nice. find that kind of interesting. Well, you know, I thought we, we had done it before. The, as hadn't. Carlos said, I think it's one of those beers that, for years, has been um, one of the, one of those sought-after breweries at beer shares for many years. Right, Dark Lord, this series of mm-hmm. imperial stouts that they did, um, and I think they still do. They had Dark Lord Days, right? They would have like a big metal fest up at the brewery. Th- this That's was something cool. that that people would, you know, again, sell stuff or trade stuff regularly yeah, yeah. to be able to get bottles of. And, and I think we've both, or all three of us have been at shares where we've had the those kind of bottles yeah. up. and maybe somebody brings
0: a zombie dust yeah. or a few
2: other beers. But I don't think you're, I think you're right. We haven't had it on the show before. I, so I perfect always, opportunity yeah. to I tie always, it in.
0: I always love it when we do a new brewery on the show, and I love it when I catch up with a movie that I've been intending to watch for a very long time. And today I was able to do that, it was the same for me. BT 2016's does. Train to Busan. At, we're on a bullet train to Busan. We are we love horror. I mean, the three of us love horror. All Horror October. We're, get, we're getting
2: ready for All Horror October. We're only close. like six weeks nice. away from that. So
0: how the hell did it's I not that. see Train to Busan before now? But uh, this is director Yon Sang-ho uh, with a very large cast just like bullet train really yeah and it's uh gong yu is playing the father to kim suan and he is a um uh, investment fund manager, a, a, yeah, a hedge fund, fund, manager. Hedge fund yeah. manager. Thank you. Uh, in a his his daughter, in his he and his wife share custody. She, the 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 but mother lives in Busan, They live in different cities, yeah. and he's not a very attentive father. He tends to put work ahead of his daughter, and his daughter knows this. His daughter is the wisest person in the film. Um, he <laughs> makes a he makes a promise to his daughter that tomorrow for your birthday, we'll go to Busan. We'll take the train to Busan to see your mom. And, um, but I want to talk about the, I don't want to talk about the plot too much. We can kind of rabbit hole into any way we want to go. But, um, the first five minutes of this film show a farmer at a checkpoint getting quarantined because this biotech company has released something else And they spray his truck down and blah, blah, blah. He's driving along. He reaches down for his phone and he hits an ant. He hits something. He gets out of his car and truck and sees that he's hit a deer who's now dead in the road. He's like, oh, shit. He looks at his car. No damage. Drives away. Beautiful cinematography shot of this dead deer lying in the road. Mm -hmm. Blood streak. And all of a sudden, the the deer lurches and moves kind of crazy. Gets back up. And runs off. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, that was cool. Like, I know it's a zombie movie. I know we're getting into Mm -hmm. zombie stuff. I I know a little bit about the film. And now what we see is him taking his daughter to the train station and seeing hints and flashes of chaos around them, but it's not getting into the train. So they're not concerned with it because they're in their insular world of just Mm -hmm. living life. And then as the train's pushing off, we see two people get on board. One, a homeless man, and two, a herky-jerky kind of young lady who is in a restroom by herself, and we see his, something's wrong with her. She's clearly infected with whatever is about mm-hmm. to happen. And then once she gets into the train and turns into a zombie, and now the train is moving, and they're kind of like a clean, if you will, a community of uninfected, we see what happens when you become infected by these zombie rules and then begin attacking the the uh, the, the passengers. other passengers, I think then I- we begin to see meet the other passengers, the the critical people in the cast that that we um, are, are going to learn about, including a pregnant woman and her husband, uh, beautiful, a, a a businessman who a is very self serving, uh, a baseball team uh, with two and young a lovers, yeah, right, yeah. They, and, yeah, and yeah. and you kind of watch them. Go through a quickly evolving virus that is transmitted by being bitten, and the rules of zombies in this film, mm-hmm. which are very different from, say, Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead.
1: Yeah, you know, one thing is that
0: synopsis was fucking incredible, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, Fuck you.
1: One thing exactly. that this film doesn't answer is who fucked that deer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, the other thing <laughs> it does not answer is there's there's other animals <laughs> in the prequel. Clearly, this this uh, biohazardous waste that got emitted from the factory or emitted from the biochemical plant mm-hmm. that is causing this problem is not just affecting humans, it's which is
1: YT Biotech, yeah, otherwise known as White Biotech, okay, which is. Like uh, death a, is this uh, tied into bullet? I, well, I think it's a, I think it's an <laughs> allegory for for colonialism. Oh, no, uh, I'm 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 actually just making that up, but but it makes sense. But 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 the way that people will type out white on Twitter when talking shit about white people is white w y t or just white just Y T, just Oh, Y-T. I didn't. Um, know. Yeah. Anyway, I was uh, uh, that guy, Madang Seok who was in Eternals, which we talked about yeah, recently, yeah. electric in the, the, this movie. the husband of the pregnant girl. Of the pregnant girl. woman, yeah. 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 Who's like just roasting this fucking guy into oblivion the whole time. <laughs> Loved this man. Yeah. <laughs> he was, first of all, like, when we first meet him, it's in an ass-kicking capacity, really. Like, he's the first guy to really start kicking some ass. Yeah, you know. Sure, yeah. Uh, and so he's immediately badass, like, from the jump and For sure. somebody you can kind of sympathize with and just be like, ooh, I fuck with this guy. And then he finds out that this, like, shitty dad who's, like, blowing off his daughter the whole time is a hedge fund manager, and he just starts calling him a bloodsucker mm-hmm. and, like, all these other things, and it is
0: he's this this communist king uh, throughout <laughs> the entire
1: film. Or, or another one! Really, I really I mean, enjoyed him.
0: This film does so much more than just be the typical zombies on a train movie maybe the 12th or 13th well, um i don't know for one thing true. there isn't a typical zombies on a well, train i was gonna movie say yet. it's the 12th or 13th like if romero continued to live yeah might but have i do love there. you
2: know it combines a couple things i think really well it brings because to some class
0: structure we already, already
2: have the precedent for zombie films being these microcosms of society we like pull this small group of people together uh-huh. who would never be together but under these extreme circumstances sure. they're forced into like learning how to live with one another and under high high stress and pressure. People from different different classes, yeah. different races, different, you know, like all those kind of things that we see. So, so you under, get that. Under high pressure, yeah. we can then magnify then, the But it also of fits into that subgenre of films that are the train film that we just reviewed one, Bullet Train. We could talk about Runaway Train. We could talk about Murder Straight on the Star- Orient Express. Which we've done on the program.
0: Snowpiercer, Snow right? Yeah.
2: Like these films that... Under Siege 2,
0: which is what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> where
2: yeah. you're trapped on this vessel together and you're all kind of forced. And again, part of the the fun of Snowpiercer is that then he like builds the class division in this very explicit way. But all of those films tend to like have it to some degree bullet train had it slightly, not as much. It it wasn't as much. There's first class. There's a fancy first class, the quiet car. But this film for sure is is going like full bore on that. Um, so combining those two things in this way that I think this is just beautifully done. I mean, like you guys, this was a film that was long, Touted to me, like people you know who I know who who I respect their opinions on horror yeah, films. You've seen it, like, right? This is one of those zombie films that you must see. Um, and so I'm very glad that I finally had the excuse to force myself to sit down and watch it. Because once I did, it was not forcing myself. It was, it was. Uh, actually rewarding myself
0: yeah to watch this so film. you had it, not seen great. this before no i had this. not seen okay it. i had so all none of us, us had seen it before okay. this I'm gonna, I'm gonna go first this film is fucking well, excellent well hold on to, <laughs> i'm not gonna hold on this to, film is fucking excellent to the point of, of of david talking about like people having
1: seen it and it being held in high regard and all I'll that kind of stuff it. um i was at a i was at goldfish on friday night um local bar Ooh. local bar it was Are po-
2: we going back there again is
0: that have you you never stopped going there What do you mean? I don't know. Of the three of us, you're the ones that put out like really blanket things of, I'm never going to this place again. Oh. Had you done that with Goldfish? No, no. no, no. That isn't what I meant. I I just meant like I, I
2: didn't know it as a hang spot. Whenever I've gone there in the last couple of years, I haven't seen anybody there who I know uh yeah it's a it's a spot
1: right. um it's l- like two blocks from where i work yeah uh, that's true but, now that you're down there but also the it's 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 good in the work drink radius well the, so so the current draw of the goldfish to go down a rabbit hole very quickly is that there's a food truck out there right now every mm. weekend called is called, this the barbecue one called most comida no. oh, um, okay. there was a barbecue pop-up thing at goldfish but one of my longtime customers started this food truck called called Moscomida and it fucks it's really Mm -hmm. good and so they're usually there so it's like mexican i'm assuming no um it it, is the the, burgers loaded fries stuff like that really good stuff um so it's like okay well you know we probably want to get a cocktail but we're also hungry that's where we're going okay um eight times out of ten uh aka four times out of five. Uh, so <laughs> so we were goldfish and we we're, you know, us uh, sitting around a table or whatever. And you know, I think I think we were eating, but somebody else was still waiting for their food, etc. And I literally just said out loud the word the three words train to Busan. And th- this girl, uh, a friend of mine, I uh, named Angela. <laughs> she
2: got up and zombified
1: before yeah, you she ran started, and uh, ran uh, and started biting you. No, 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 no. Uh, my friend Angela, who was not involved in our conversation at, at this time, was having an entirely separate conversation from us that she. But, to but my so
2: surveilling so, you the entire time, <laughs> that,
1: waiting for that, that. That, to my knowledge, she was very invested in. So it's not even like she was kind of in and out trying to figure out like where the conversation that she wanted to be in was. Let's, she was to be frank she was about to, to be proposed to <laughs> as was, close to
2: the moment as she was could be, and the- she heard train to busan and her, her head fuck you
1: james i want to talk about train to busan <laughs> her head whipped around and was like what was that and, and i was like what and she was like i could have sworn i just heard someone say train to busan uh, and i was and like and then uh, 10 other people at the bar turned and i was around. like i was like oh i did i was like oh i did say that like yeah, i have never seen it but i'm planning on watching it soon and she was like oh it's great you know yeah. uh, um, but but the not fer- the jerry jeff walker f- song the fervor <laughs> <laughs> With which this woman turned around as soon as she saw it, and she wow. was like, oh, "I, I am down to talk to anybody about this movie at any given time." Like you could tell you that invited it inspired. Her on the pod. I, I kind of want. I, 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 I don't think to... that she would do it. We have a history. Oh. Uh, she's a very lovely person, okay. uh, but.
2: I'm just saying the fur like the yeah, yeah, enthusiasm yeah. that this movie you know, inspired I, I, you know I, mean? I, I think I would now react that way I would if too. I was at the bar and I was although not if I was engaged in a good conversation with the other if I was looking for an exit see she might have been you didn't realize it but looking for an off ramp right. she's talking to somebody and they're like oh and you have to see this new fender bass that I just got and like yeah. trained to busan oh, And yeah, the other friend was
0: talking about being eating gluten free <laughs> or something
2: no
1: she was she was talking to the friend that she came there with who was a woman who wasn't like yeah the douchey <laughs> guy you're talking about that's talking about his fender base okay i said it was yeah. excellent
0: does anyone want to like no throw, it was good uh, their it was chips good. in the pot
2: good Are, you're staying at good i'm sorry I, um, I, I i
1: one problem with it we'll get to i felt similarly about this that i kind of felt about bullet train i mean oh. i think there's a little more mm-hmm. i think there is a little wow. more
0: character development to definitely. it a little
1: uh, more definitely but you i
0: have full-blown character arcs by like five or six people Go ahead. I don't know about full blown. We got the one businessman
2: guy who's just a
1: dick
0: and that's
2: his whole character. Yeah, no, he's. I wouldn't say he's the strongest, but the couple, I think that the the couple, the wife and the husband, I I totally get down with that. Now that that's a moment
1: where homeboy just like says a name out loud. And then is like, that's the name of our daughter. Yeah. That, that was a, that scene was hard as fuck. And so sad. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was a really good moment. Um,
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The dad... I I, really liked it. Grows tremendously, you know, has the transition he needs to have, learns the lessons about life that he needs to learn, Mm -hmm. sacrifices himself for it in a beautiful, uh, you know... uh, over the top, but poetic scene, um, falling well, from the train of shadow.
0: Beautiful visual, yeah, that oh, I shadow. Oh, but I loved
2: it. I mean, it's like if we're going... So now we like it. If we're going there, yes, but it's in <laughs> service. That's the difference. It's in. You're it's absolutely not, correct. It's not no, you're taking, right. That is very well said. It's not taking these glib things that I, oh, I get you can do this, cribbing from Tarantino, the Tarantino playbook and just or doing Guy it Ritchie to do or it, or it and others, be flashy... Yeah who cribs from Tarantino. <laughs> but will back to Tarantino. Tarantino invented cinema, I'm, listen, says, listen, fuck I'm Robert Alphonse. No, no,
3: no, no, no no, David no, 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 no,
2: Get me right here, get me right here. I'm saying he cornered the market on this glib reinterpretation of these stylistic flashpoint moments. No, you know, and, that's fair. And he does it, I think, in a way that usually serves his characters. It was the 90s
0: version of that There were predecessors to? Yeah,
2: anyway, to it. so... This, so all I'm saying is, this film goes a different direction. It is excessive, but it's melodramatically excessive. It's a it's a tightly constructed zombie train film yeah. that has zombies going in a for tube some of and you can't escape. Family drama yeah. that you don't always get with something like. I think this is just really, really well I done. I thought it was excellent, and I'm I totally get why everybody over the years now has told me. Oh, you got to see yeah. Train to... It, it, it totally pays off. It is really well-done zombie film that I'm excited to be able to recommend to other people from now on, when I, I, whenever I'm talking about great zombie films. I alluded
0: to see. it earlier, the idea that you're seeing hints of the chaos outside of the train. The yeah. idea that you've got one infected girl mm-hmm. that then... Uh, big spoiler alert. Spirals out. That takes every single person on that train out. Through the through the it, the infection of it, mm-hmm. da- and leaving two people at the end of the movie that survive the entire ordeal, yep.
1: who yep. almost don't survive. Who... I really thought they weren't going to, and
0: I was going to be like, "Man, this film
1: hates its audience. Like, yeah. <laughs> they just want us to feel as terrible yeah, as right, possible." Right, at the right, end Yeah of the,
0: the the way that the zombie rules are not like ex- Oh, ex- expositioned at all mm-hmm. it's us learning them as the characters
2: yeah, yeah, learn yeah. them and yeah. it doesn't slow down very much there. the idea
0: yeah. that the villain of the film and there's only one real villain of the film and, and that's boy that, is he a villain The businessman who who I fucking hate that guy you but hate that guy but
2: turning that you know that crowd of people into advocates like there's also a little in there where like just people are terrible and well, they'll buy but into it sure, bad sure. well the theme
0: of the film is delivered very very overtly it's he, as the shit's going down, the daughter, the little girl, she's a four or five, uh, eight yeah. maybe, says, uh, <laughs> a, You doubled her age. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, 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 I think it's, it's, probably eight six, is closer, but she's yeah.
2: like a very wise old yeah. soul. Child. She, uh, he's yeah, he's like,
0: he, he takes her aside and says, you do we are we need in this kind of like yeah. situation we need to look after ourselves and she says, no father, we need to look for the good which as I understand it is a very Korean notion the collective that the collective yeah. outweighs yeah. the needs of the individual right and and how far America is really really away from that sure. oh yeah and so this businessman who's who okay so, Who's a twat. It's so fucking much that we need to talk about about this movie. The idea that they, we, we learn the zombie rules as the characters do. So uh-huh. we learned that when they go when the train goes through a tunnel in two or three minute intervals and the darkness envelops yeah. the train, the zombies now like stop their aggressiveness. Right. And we kind of learned that earlier when the, the pregnant woman put the water on the window and put the newspaper up. When the zombies don't stop see seeing, you, they're yeah. not aggressive towards right. you. So, uh, but we find out in the tunnel that they can't see in the dark. It, right. right. So now, when it gets dark, we can move around these zombies in a way that we can't when it while it's light. Right. They react to sound, so be quiet. They react to light. So uh, you know th- that. Then um, I lost my train of thought. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> well,
1: that, my
0: wait, train you're, you're... of thought. Wait, <laughs> how
1: did you lose your train of thought in the middle of that? You
0: were on a you were on a tear. I told yeah. you I'm wasted from that Coors Light. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's not true. I I mean I think you're you're saying that you think that it like sort of delivers that information just when you need to. It delivers to it in, well. I mean yeah, it's well. I think it's well paced in terms of what you learn about the zombies as you, as the characters learn about it. They hatch these different schemes because they learn a little bit more about it. It's very smart that way. I think the relationships between the characters I yes. I too loved the um, the the Marxist king, whatever you were, I can't remember the character. Ma Dong Siuk is the actor. I don't okay. remember his you, character's Youn name. Yun Sang Hwa, uh, fantastic, Gre- great, great character. Loved seeing him. Enjoyed every minute he was on screen. He's great. Um, gr- you know, totally put Xiaok Wu, the fund manager character, in his place. Yeah. Um. Regularly helped him
0: get on that path to growth that he needed to get. And he had get. a path, yes, he had a path of
3: growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, he redeems himself. He, he made his first, like, real adult friend, you mm-hmm. know, on the train through this adversity. Uh, right. Where I was going earlier was that that businessman, right, so so they learn, so, so they suit up, right, they're using mm-hmm. the resources around them on the train, um, padding around their arms, trying to cover their body from being able to be bitten uh, a bat because the, the kid that's with them is on a baseball team. Um... A shield. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know where the shield came from, but okay. And so they get th- car by car by car, because there's, they're they're communicating via cell phone that we're st- stuck in car six and you guys are in car two, whatever it was, and we got to get Car through. nine and car 15. Yeah, we got to get through the cars. Mm-hmm. Some of them are empty. Some of them are filled with zombies. Some of them um, are filled with scared passengers. But when they're going through the cars filled with zombies, it's like, let's just beat the fuck out of these. Guys. Just beat. We beat them. Don't get yeah. bit. Don't get bit. But let's beat them yeah, up no, and get, get through there. And they do. And then so the idea that the strongest man, yeah. the Eternal, <laughs> I'll call him that, right, yeah. from the Eternals movie, the strongest guy, when he gets bit, you care for him. And yeah. his and, and, and his widow, now now his widow, yeah, his soon-to-be widow, in a way that you don't care. I didn't. Well, care. no one's assumed to be father in Bullet Train. I mean, that's kind of a cheat code to getting so to, to you to care. No, about no, care. no
1: care.
3: They, it's right. not I mean,
0: about they the They tried fo-
2: with the sick kid in the hospital, and I think they botched it the way that in, in Bullet Train that 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 felt flimsy and it didn't feel real it to me. It felt two minutes. It felt sick. thirty
0: seconds long. This it wasn't, this uh,
2: one, the the pregnant woman with with the husband. Well, they
0: become invincible. But the,
2: also that the, that it's the business executive who's who's blocking them from being able to get in. That's Creating this situation. I mean, it's a needless death. He could have made it in, mm-hmm. except that this guy has this terrible, you know, and, conservative and, view. And but, yeah. it reminds
0: you of the stakes of the yeah. entire situation.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, it, it, so, so when they finally get to the businessman, right? Mm-hmm. That's where I was trying to go. Who says, don't let them in, because yeah. they could be infected. Right. What's interesting about the movie is, I don't know if I'd be different than that we we as the audience are familiar with more information than that businessman has and if the idea is to not spread the infection into our right, car right. then don't let anybody in we are safe as safe as we can be right now you're
2: not you're not totally off base especially i mean come on we we've we've experienced a global pandemic how is it really the worst thing at least in the context of that, to be super safe and ultra conservative—conservative conservative is not the right word—but like very, um, very safe and just like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, close myself off. I don't know if you could infect me. You stay over there. I'll yeah. stay over here. Is that the worst thing in the world? Except that you know they have these rabid monsters behind them. And, you, you know, like visually you can see there are these clawing monsters behind them. And these people are composed and they're able to say, we need to get in. And we but it's it.
0: also a four to five minute transformation. Right.
2: Right. Well, that's right. The, the, that we, but then that gives you the
1: time to look at them. Sure. No, I'm with and, you. I'm you with know, you. But as the and, audience, I think we have and, more
0: information than the businessman did. Well, now, no, no. He's hold throwing on, hold on innocent people into the zombies to get away. I I very
1: much disagree with what you're saying, And and it's because of this. As soon as the people that get in do get in...
0: They're not he, changing in front of them.
1: Well, no, what he does is he makes up a just bold oh, faced lie no, once about they're the dad. In,
2: once they're in, he he he's totally I mean but He makes
1: up know. a straight up lie about the dad and it's just oh, like look he, at his eyes, he, he's yes. infected, yeah. and it's like his eyes are totally normal. What right. are you talking about?
3: Yeah. yeah. You no, know?
0: That's all commentary that makes this film, I think, more deeper You're very right. deep no, and rich. People get upset and, and they fantastic. react in that way. No. It's, it's
1: also you know, in in, in comparing its commentary or lack there or you know bullet trains lack thereof i mean with well, bullet train you're talking scary. about members of the criminal underworld you're not yeah. talking about normal people sure. you know you're talking about people who are These like are trained people, to people like yeah, that, yeah they're they're moral people whose sole purpose in life is to kill people is yeah. to steal things whatever so yes of course when you put ordinary people in extraordinary circumstances there's going to be mm-hmm. like inherent commentary about our culture and things that are going to be baked into that If you were to actually just avoid those topics and try to make them all superheroes, that would be an absolutely shit film. And I don't can't imagine why anybody would want to make such a film. (laughs) But, you know, when you're talking about these people that are supposed to be badasses and killing machines or whatever, it's very different. But I yeah, I mean, you know, I as I was watching it, I you know, some of these these points of commentary struck me and i and i think that you know not to be the guy that always does this but you know there is a certain uh, you know kind of critique of global capitalism and things like that in it you've got the hedge fund manner hedge fund manager who only cares about himself and the bottom line who is obviously a fucking dickhead and then the manager Business, business guy thing. later who is is objectively
0: that, an asshole. That is him if he was to age 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah
1: if he was never put in a life-or-death situation and sure. forced to
2: change his way right. <laughs> So, you know, congrats to With, you. with a daughter um, playing the angel on his shoulder. Yeah. yeah,
1: but, but you know, just the whole idea of collectivism versus individualism and in what case do you get the better right. outcome. And, of course, obviously, if everybody is always looking to help their fellow man. We would be in a better place than we are if we're trying to lock people out of our yeah. You know, so you know that stuff is there. And, it's great, and and I think it's good. Um, I mean, I don't know if it, I'm like it, it blown deepens, away by the commentary. It or enriches like that, the
0: film. It's more than just you it gives know,
1: you. It gives you a reason to care about the characters for sure, without a doubt. Um, at least four there. of
0: them. Um, no, the baseball kid, the, other, uh, the, the, the young girl. I, the baseball kid
2: yeah, thing. That, the, those don't get That's, developed as well. But Actually,
1: I'm going to go out and say that the baseball kid and the cheerleader is probably the weakest like character development in the film because we get a scene where like he doesn't really even like want to like her that much. <laughs> Do you and remember then, being and, and then, in high
0: school or whatever they're in? Yeah,
1: dude, I would have professed my love to her in a heartbeat. No, not, not if your buddies uh, – okay, go ahead. Uh,
0: especially
1: <laughs> if my buddies were there because I'd be like, she likes me, I, not you. I agree you. with Carlos on that.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that that is as. Dude,
1: I about. I'm still actively watching rom-coms the
2: homeless at man, 30 the, years yeah, old. Chase the rainbow. <laughs> the homeless man, I think, uh, actually has like kind of an interesting character arc. I, A little I I bit, yeah. yeah. There's some
0: cla- social class stuff that's going. on He's kind on of just an world. outcast for most of it, though. It isn't is, until then like then, he then can, again you know? he can kind of redeem himself. Yeah. Well, well, they're ignoring the young lady zombie. That's gonna infect mm. the entire train. Well, they don't know. While they say, "Oh my gosh, there's a undesirable in the restroom. Let's right. get him out of there. and right. Let's get him sure. off the train yeah. as quickly yeah. as we can." Um, a stowaway. My problem with the film, the only problem that, that my biggest issue. It, the it's a two-hour film. I had to pause it an hour to go take care of some family stuff, and mm-hmm. I couldn't wait to get back. Like I knew I was so engaged in this, the ramping up of. If there was an international Oscar, there should be a category called use of breaking glass for this movie. This one would win because those zombies are always on the other side of a window. Yeah. And the moment that they break through, you're dead. And it happens so often, but also these ramped up stakes when the train when the train is like Listed on its side, yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the glass is about to break and rain zombies down upon you <laughs> is different than just learning that if we wet the glass and put newspaper, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's going bigger and bigger and better and better. I thought the effects were fantastic. My problem yeah. with the movie was the final scene. The, uh, pre- the lone two survivors, spoiler alert, the pregnant coming woman. Coming down the tunnel, and, and yeah. Coming down the tunnel. And she's singing the song right. that she had been singing on the video, right? That she didn't sing well because her dad right, wasn't and I, a little trite, a little romantic, yeah, yeah, a little. Yeah. But other than that, well, uh, I
2: and I, again, I, I I don't see that as a flaw. I see like, I do think this is a melodrama of uh-huh. sorts, and I think that plays into it. I I think it's a little on the nose to like have it's That's to hit it. me emotionally in the way that. Maybe it was trying but but I liked it enough that I don't know this this was a really, really good zombie film it really and, was and this hybrid, like I said, zombies on a train i'm I'm so glad that I had an excuse finally to see it and and it will be one of those films like I don't know, like if we ever get around to doing like a i don't know top five top ten at least, but top five zombie films oh, at some point list. I feel like this is this has a strong chance of being up there in that. Kind of tier of zombie films.
0: It's For certainly me. top
2: ten. It's probably top five.
0: It has probably. a ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's not like a go all be all. Except when you're comparing, maybe there is a sequel. It came out four years later in two thousand twenty, which which I largely
2: mean, got negative reviews yeah, at least it,
0: here in the West. I, I don't know.
2: Correct. if it Did better it's, it, in its. Uh, it's home a fifty five
0: on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. It's called Peninsula, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It was but one of I those. Think, I believe it was a fairly early, like in the midst of COVID release. I remember. Uh, get, guest anthony. and friend of the show anthony went yeah. to go see it because he loved he was one of the voices telling me this is a great film you need to see it yeah. he so, was here so for our joker anthony, episode you're totally right yeah. but uh but he went to see peninsula when it was in the theater and i remember, I remember feeling like them. that was pretty early in the pandemic speaking of <laughs> joker yeah uh, <laughs> that's right joker sequel
0: no, um, Dad, no maybe on the patreon no 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> no no i <laughs> we at least i need to discuss the i idea didn't like existence. train to busan i loved train to busan and uh-huh. Yeah. so happy that we chose that uh, my other suggestion that we might have done for this would have been Strangers on a Train, Hitchcock but yeah. we had just mm. recently done a Hitchcock so I just kept we my did. mouth shut and when Carlos said is Strangers uh, well, Train to Busan 2 on the nose? I was like nope I'm yeah. looking for a reason maybe, to watch it maybe
2: we'll pair you know, that uh, along with uh, Under Siege 2 and we can have a yes. <laughs> Joe episode yes for, that's, <laughs> yes, in Pure Country
1: uh, Joe Hilliard presents
2: yes <laughs> Sure. Right. My belly well, is guys, a tiny bit big. So we Tall, all we all enjoyed smaller. the film, maybe to varying yeah. degrees. We, we we vouch for it as a zombie classic. Yeah. Zombie dust is yes. this a pale ale,
0: American undead pale ale classic? I, I think it is. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this beer very much. That pale ale is such a. I always think Sierra. You say pale ale, I think Sierra Nevada. You, you, it's like bang bang in yeah. my brain. Yeah. Um, the pale ale, as opposed to the India pale ale, is such an interesting. What am I trying to say? Style. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it, it should be a little lighter. Yeah, it, it should be a little less hoppy, and, and this certainly is. But this is
3: this
2: is, is packed it, with though? flavor. I don't think it is. I, I mean that Y'all that is crazy. Well, no, but I mean if, <laughs> come, if, come if over here, I'm I gonna had, bite you. I, had, I love I this beer. IPA. I think it's a very <laughs> tasty beer. But I agree with just Carlos. call this an IPA. I, I yeah. feel like they've gone somewhere with the hops, especially, and even the malt to a certain extent. To get to that six point five, I, I feel like th- this calling it a pale ale is a little bit of a misnomer. Like I, I really do. If they, if I have any bone of contention with this beer, it's that I feel like just fess up, guys. This is an
0: IPA. Um, Maybe that's why a, I like it so much because you guys really really know I'm a fan. One. It's a, it's a, it's a really delicious good beer. One. Why do you think they're doing that? Just the, the zombie I dust, I mean, the I, branding? I think,
2: I think maybe just in their profile, their portfolio, and I couldn't tell you what it was, but I think they had an IPA that was maybe a heavier, maybe it's 7.5% or something. And so they dialed it down and they kind of, well, this is more of a pale ale. That's fair. But it's still kind of in that territory. They're kind of known for extremes. I mean, Dark Lord is known as this extreme imperial stuff that, okay. that I think... That may be part of it right there, is that they were doing this kind of Midwest take, trying to establish themselves, distinguish themselves. But I mean, when you get this fairly fresh, which we have in the can, and I've had it on tap before, and to think that you just walk up to the bar and order this is a pale ale and you're drinking this out of that pint glass or whatever you get— that's pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, th- th-
0: this is, th- that's why it got that right. I say, it's a, I say it's a weird style. And I guess the reason why I'm saying that is because it doesn't have a definite. If, if you say that you made a gosa and you poured me this beer, I'd say, no, 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 you're, you're way off. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Pale Ale to India Pale Ale on the show many times, we've had. Same with, stout and same, porter. Kind of...
2: same with same with uh, India Pale Ale to double IPA, right? I oh mean, sure, like, yeah. Going for the numbers okay, never This match. is an yeah. eight percenter, but they're calling it an IPA. Oh, yeah. this is this one is seven and a half, and they're calling it a double. Wait, wait. but 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 a stout and a porter are the same thing. It's like mm, what's the
1: well, difference? There you go. Yeah, you know, maybe a stout is supposed yeah. to be a little more viscous, a little thicker. And
2: other and than, it's trended that way. I mean, it, other than that, I mean, I hear you.
0: I think what I've learned tonight <laughs> is that when it comes to beer. I like this beer, by David the way. David needs his rules, asked. but when it comes to movies, David <laughs> says, don't talk to me about <laughs> rules at all.
3: Kelly and I got into kind of
1: an argument about rules the other day. She was like, oh, you're the one that... Uh, oh, it was when we were talking about nope. Her and I were talking about no. and, uh which I guess I have a follow-up on that. Um, but she was like, oh, you're the one that's always like, uh, hates the rules or whatever. And I was like, no, I... I'm a advocate of the rules. Yeah. If you establish a rule in your film, you then must follow it. You have done That's that right. to yourself in,
2: in films, but not in society. Not in no no fuck you. I
1: won't do what you <laughs> tell me. That's my societal view. Uh, but in films, if you if you establish a law of the universe, yeah. in Abide which we are, it. you, you need because you did it. You wrote the script. It makes me you so mad. That yeah. being said, so the very
0: bad. first zombie convert took a lot longer. Than some of the other zombie converts in Train to Busan. That is accurate, and but I that and probably it, has to do with metabolism of the there human.
1: There you go, bar, right? Yeah. Exactly. I
0: recognized
1: it and immediately was like, "This is not worth my concern." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I can't do, I can't do this with this movie. Pale I, ale, India know, pale ale, zombie uh, dust. I want to drink more of it.
2: Yeah. It's, it, well, guys, I'm, I'm glad that we, we got to share it. Thanks for bringing it, it, it. Like I said, when I'm on the road, I'm always looking for, for something fun. And to see a, uh, a relatively fresh set of cans of this beer that I think of as, as a classic in the American craft scene, I was excited to do it, knowing that we were doing Train to Busan. I mean, it was yeah. perfect. Perfect tie-in. It was. It was
1: perfect, perfect for yeah. sure. Um, another thing that is perfect is the fact that this uh, podcast – Really, the conversation doesn't end when the episode ends. It continues on all of your favorite social media platforms. We would love to uh, talk to you about these movies, about these beers, et cetera. And you can find us where you find all things uh, on social media. You can find us on Twitter at beer movie show, Instagram at beer and a movie, Facebook.com slash beer and a movie tx, beer and movie uh, continues to be our home base. That's where you can find all things beer and a movie links to the aforementioned social medias, but also a great many other things. One of which being uh, curated episode collections that our fearless leader, Joe Hilliard has put together. Uh, you can, uh, Find whether it's director-focused episodes, all of the same directors will be grouped together. All of our all-horror October episodes are grouped together. All of our cage match episodes are grouped together. So whatever it is that tickles your fancy film-wise, you can probably find a curated collection of Beer and a Movie episodes to fit that on the website. So don't sleep on that. You can also find a link to our aforementioned Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. On there as well, $5 a month gets you a bonus episode every single week. Uh, we talk about beer and movies, sure, but we talk about a great many other things as well. I've been developing a list of things that we, uh, we've we mentioned that we need to discuss, and then there's been a lot going Oof. on as well, especially since this is David's first episode back. Wow, what an amazing, momentous occasion. <laughs>
3: uh, and then
1: you can also, again, on the website, Beer and Movie Podcast, in our case, if you didn't hear it the first time, can find a link to our Discord where... Uh, you know, we're talking about all sorts of stuff all the time. Um, there are a lot of different, uh, I guess, channels, I think they're called in there. Whether you want to share some memes, talk about beer, talk about uh, the newest episode we released, movie news, David's all that of stuff. David's Country Kitchen. David's Country Kitchen, where... Uh, Hashtag Chowder Talk was uh, <laughs> a topic. I don't know if we actually talked about that in the Discord. We, definitely we sure talked have. about it on the podcast. So uh, all of that is there. Uh, really lively conversations. Great group of folks in there, including uh, our first guest in a long time, Emily. Yeah. Um, former guest, Projector Josh DeLeon, uh, and you know a great many other beer and movie diehards and the Harold Daniel frequent beer, beer contributors. You know the whole gang Come is there. Come join the gang. Shout out, Kyle. I'm not going to shame you for watching can- or for, for liking Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, <laughs> that was a message he sent while we were recording. Oh, okay. uh, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please rate and subscribe. It really helps the algorithm do what it do. Please leave us a five-star rating so that everybody knows how great this podcast is and how much better it is than all other beer and or movie podcasts are. Uh, this has been another infectiously excessive episode of Beer and a Movie. Until next time when we are
2: so quick to anger we are so slow to understand